Hello. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's important, and it's I mean it's one of those things obvious if you you know if you just look at it. It's like we we know only what we've gone through, and so it's easy to say, well, just do that, you know, because we never had to go through that process of getting the proper documentation or getting the proper paperwork. You know, like I was trying to, you know, when I moved down with my aunt and I had to get my real birth certificate at any point, you know, someone could say, you know, or if I was like applying for a job and it's like, oh, I need my birth certificate in order to get my ID in order to get the, you know, the cook, the food handler's license. Someone could have said, well, just get the birth certificate. Well, uh that's all the way in Ohio and then I gotta call them and the hospital or whoever, whatever it is to get it, then I gotta pay for it, then I gotta you know, all the information, gotta get all that right. People only know what they've experienced. And you know, it's not it doesn't make you a bad thing. You know, it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't Ign- you know, ignorant, yes. But everybody's ignorant. That's the thing, like being ignorant is a part of life because you learn you know you live and learn but you it's okay to not know something it's better to say you don't know than jump to a side yeah it's better kind of like that that quote that everybody quotes nowadays it's better to have people think you're dumb to you know it's better to have people think you're dumb than to open your mouth and prove them right it's like one of those things you know just if you don't know, just keep your mouth shut or ask questions. Don't, you know, insert a opinion that you have nothing, you know, over a topic that you have nothing, no knowledge about or experience in because you will not be perceived as a intellectual or, you know, a nice person almost. And so, you know, if he was to like, just like just understand but see that's the thing like definitely living in you know los angeles living in california where california is almost its own it's it's so different from everywhere else in the united states it's almost its own place almost its own country yeah exactly that's what i finding. like it's almost its own country and like same with new york same with people in florida like it's everything's different and with that being said, it's like everyone, they're adjusted to their speed. You know, it's like the first day at work. Like, I went, I, I worked at Peace, uh, McDonald's for like two, three, maybe a month. Or like three weeks, three and a half weeks. And on my first day, you know, it's it's my first day. I don't know nothing. I never worked at fast food. I never worked at a, a food place. And it's like, I messed up. And the you know, the, the manager, the, you know, whatever manager was like, you did it wrong. Well, duh. How would, how would it look if I was to come here on my first day and do it right? And you didn't have to teach me. Mm -hmm. And I had no other experience. Like I need to be manager. I need to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. You're supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Like I go, we we go to school to learn each other. Yeah, we go to school to know or to learn the education. If we went to school and already knew it, there wouldn't be any 
it wouldn't be necessary for teachers. Right. And I feel like when you're talking about the, the immigration issue, it's like you were saying, important to understand people's surroundings and where they came from. I mean, no one's leaving their home country, you know, for no reason. If they had it made where they were, they would not come here. They wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? They like vacation. Oh, right. cool. Let's go to somewhere like somewhere different. It's because they they're escaping violence. They're escaping violence. They're escaping very, very real life surroundings. Whether it be like we said in you know Mexico, the cartel and you know drug trafficking, sex trafficking, things of that nature. Like those are scary things that are happening day in and day out. Right, and they might and, not be able to wait, you know, five to ten years to legally yeah. become citizens because it's literally their life on the line. It's a lot. It's like I said. Remember when I was like, um, right before that, I was like, "Yo, I just made an appointment to the barber shop." You know, mm-hmm. like it's that's like really. You get what I'm saying? Like no one, like you can do that, but it's not mm-hmm. like pricing, like going to a doctor, like making a doctor's appointment. It's not like something that is like necessary. You're nothing life or death, and we definitely like. As a as a whole, we kind of like we we just don't care almost, and it, it's it's bad because we like you know I was saying like I I get both sides of the story, you know people that are from here or you know quote unquote legal of course they can make an argument oh well I'm here I I need to begin it's unfair that you know so and so that are quote unquote illegal because I you know no disrespect of course. Right. But you get what I'm saying? Like it's and then it's like life isn't fair though, you know? And instead of us complaining and pointing the finger at someone else, you could be doing something else to get what you want. Because the people that are, you know, going to be great are never going to be the ones that point the finger to someone else. And they're not going to be the one that, you know, find an out you know, out of a hardship. Exactly. It's like they're gonna it's like the best sprinters. You don't look when you're doing the hundred meter dash, you don't look behind you. You don't look to the left of you. You don't look to the right of you. You just look forward. So exactly mentality to keep. And you know, with me, you know, I've I've burned myself a few times on conversations that, you know what, I should have I should have kept my mouth shut and just listened. But you know, you live and learn, you know, you, you start to gain more perspectives and more people's stories and things of that nature. And it's up to you to listen and actually use that information and like understand it, you know, because you don't want to like be a douchebag and you know what I'm saying? Cause people will start treating you like a douchebag and you know, that's not, that's not cool. And it's it's a, it's a scary thing, definitely with you know, definitely what's going on right now, you know, with the pandemic. It's like closing down everything, you know, all the states or all the countries are not allowing people to come in and it's like it's it, I I I try to find time out of my day to just sit back and like think and like just look at it. Like before the pandemic, we have all of these, you know, real life issues, sex trafficking and drug trafficking and you know terrorism things like all these violent filled things 
And then we have this pandemic, this virus. It's like someone, you know, God forbid, you know, someone having cancer, right? And then mm-hmm. this virus comes in and then they somehow get it. You get, you get what I'm saying? Like we already have so much real life right. on our hands. This virus is just going to add so much weight on our shoulders, on our backs. And it's just like, you know, it's just so hard to like think about, to want to think about. Because, you know, the, you know, with people... Everyone has something going on. You get what I'm saying? Like, someone has something that isn't right that they're trying to fix. And so it's like, I can't just be focused on everyone else when I'm trying to fix myself. You know, no no one no one in particular, but just like, you know, in general, like, so everyone that kind of has something that they're trying to fix and like trying to better. And it's like, you know, how can we or how can I just, you get what I'm saying? Like, and people, I don't think it's a selfish thing, in, you know, not necessarily. It could be if that's all you would like. I only can have time for myself, think about myself and not someone else. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I know people have. So, you know, every, real life is happening everywhere. You know, California can, is like a dreamland. But shoot, the amount of homeless people I've seen there in California, it is it, it breaks my heart. You know. And it's like. You know, it's like on TV, you know, Los Angeles is portrayed to be. You know the mecca of entertainment. You know the the, the right. red it has carpet. All the highs and lows in one place, right? It it really does, but n- none of the lows is either dis- is not displayed at such a you know right. high rate like the the Oscars and exactly. the Grammys and stuff like that. That's a good point. But like, if you live here, like if you live in Los Angeles, oh, yeah, you, you, see it you know. Yeah, you see it, you know it, you feel it, you know, like day to day. And so it's just, you know, something that I wish more people would just have a thinking or like just be considerate of others. Mm -hmm. Because life um, could use that a lot of consideration. We should all just do our best to educate each other, like. I don't like people who who like to use their intelligence to degrade someone or act as if they're superior. on the superior. Yeah, act superior. That's the perfect word. Like, no, that's that's not the way to go about it at all. If mm. if if you believe that you are smarter on an issue than someone, you should tell them. You should explain to them. That's that's just how I think it should be done. Exactly, because there's so much, you know, selfishness and mind, my mind, and I found it first, and I know more than you. Because, you know, people have egos. Right, and, people... and of course, some people may not want others to be educated because they don't want anyone else getting close to their level. So it can be like an ego thing, too. Right. But and at it's... the end of the day, the great thing is, in this modern day, you can educate yourself, really. You really with, can. With the internet, there is... There's no excuse, really. Like it, 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 it is so preposterous. It is so just. It's disgusting to see people ask questions online mm-hmm. when they could easily ask that question on Google and find an answer. 
You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, I see. it just it just doesn't make any sense. You 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 literally you are using a form of technology to find resources and whatnot, and it's like you're on you're like somehow they're on the right track. <laughs> they're just not using it correctly. Because if they think it, it kind of is like you can't rely on anyone else, right? But if you want it, if you want to know it that bad, they want an excuse not, to not know it, right? Oh, because. You know, because someone no didn't tell me. me. Exactly. Or, oh, nobody told me. Oh, I didn't know. Nobody told me. Yeah. And let's let's be real. I think everyone's one at one point in their life, maybe multiple times. You know, I've used that. Oh, nobody told me. Right. And in in certain circumstances, you know, that's a legitimate reason. But like, if you're beyond the age of, let's just say, if you're like sixteen and older, because that's like sixteen, you're starting to become. You know, you got responsibilities, you're driving, you're, you're starting to become an adult. You know, you're in high school, that's when your mind is really starting to, you know, expand and mature. There's really literally no excuse. And definitely in, in high school, yeah, you got Chromebooks, you got so much technology to use at your disposal. You just It's all about how you use it. And if you use it to your advantage... You're going to have a lot of success in whatever you're, you know, trying to become or what are you trying to do? If you don't and you just wait on everyone else or depend on everyone else, then you're going to do a lot of waiting and a lot of missing out. Exactly. So. We have all the tools at our disposal. We really do. We just want someone else to build the house. Exactly. You know? We got got our own We can go. Exactly. We can all go. We can go to Home Depot, go to Lowe's, get the stuff, and go ahead and get ourselves. But we want someone else to do it. And you know, if you have the money, if you have the means of having someone to do it, then go ahead, and knock yourself out. But you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like we, we, it's like everything we want it done for us almost. Exactly. And so, okay, okay, okay. What is this? This is the LA Hello podcast. Episode 15, if I'm not mistaken, 15 it is. And we just started off off a good conversation we had on, on FaceTime, something I was thinking that was such a good thing to bring up. You know, real life stuff is still happening, and it's, it's, it's important that we are still aware or that we are aware of the things that are happening, maybe not to ourselves, but to the people in the world. Because despite how how hard we try to live in our own world, that's just not the case and would never be the case. There are billions of people in this earth, on this earth, breathing, and they have lives too. And um, with that being said, yeah, it's just, we just have to, um, we just got to just be nice. Just be, like I, like you said, be considerate. Think about other people. That's what I did. Um, like came I, you know, I told you I I took my I um I went to the DMV today, and you know I took the DMV, I took the test for the permit test like last year. I just didn't pay for it because I wasn't working at the time. I didn't have money to pay for it, and it was like thirty something dollars, so like thirty seven something like that. And so I was able to get it today after waiting an hour in line, and then I came out. 
you know, I just came out happy. I came out satisfied. Not all the way. I wish I was able to get my driver's license, but I came out. I didn't come out empty-handed, and I was like, okay, what can I do for someone else? Like my day off rip has already been made. I got I got a permit. You know, something I've been you know I've been trying to get my days made. What can I do for someone else? Can I? You yes. know what I mean? I just I asked my auntie, love you. You want to get something to eat? You know, you want something to drink? What you want? Like, I, let me pay for it. Let me take care of it. You know, all the things that. You know, our family does for us sometimes. It's like, how can I repay? Let me, you know, let me pay that back in a in a gesture. Let me take you out to eat. Let me get you something. Let me pay pay for your, you know, your nails to be done. Something like that. You get what I'm saying? Just just so that we are aware of what you do for us, and we want you to feel relaxed. We want you to feel comfortable. We want you to feel good too, and you not have to worry about it or worry about paying for it. Exactly. But yeah, we kind of started off um off the gun, off on conversation. Didn't really have any um, you know, structure. But when do we ever have structure, really? You know what I mean? We're always just going off on the feeling almost. So this week kind of been it's kind of been shaky. You know, it's it's just been it's been long, man. This week's been long. You know, we finally made it to Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Happy Friday. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Round of applause for yourself for making it to to Friday. You know, it's a like out of um ever since like getting out of school, it's kind of like Friday's just like a right. normal day. You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, like remember like in middle school and let me see. Oh, Friday weekend, no homework, no going to school. Friday was and the then it's like for any time during school. Friday was the best day. Saturday, I mean, Saturday was, too, because it's, like, the beginning of, yeah. like, everything's Sunday, done, you know, or... Sundays, to be honest. Ooh, I, I hated Sundays going up because Sundays meant church, and Sundays, Sunday night meant um, 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock bedtime, and then going to school. And, and then the also, like, I cram all my homework on Sunday. Like, I feel like oh all my the goodness. people are like, oh, just, I have a barbecue with my family. Like, nah, like, I have... I work, bro. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for that time. Barbecue on the Sunday. Oh my goodness, I'm waiting for that. <laughs> so um, it's Friday. That means a lot of um music has been released. I want to say a lot, but um, a highly anticipated album, Future, Future's new album, High Off Life, is here. It is in the universe. It is in your DSPs. Have you had a chance to listen to it? Have you had any any listen to it at all? I've only listened to one song. It's with the Travis Scott. I just want to jump to it. It's good. I haven't listened to the full album. Um, it's a long album. It's twenty one songs. Um, one of them is the God. The Life Is Good, which we've already heard. But I'm looking down, and there's some there's some nice features. There's a Meek Mill features. I'm I'm waiting for that one. That's my that's I think that's gonna be my song. If everyone knows, everyone who knows me knows I'm not the biggest future. I'm not a future fan at all. But that Meek Mill though, uh, I mean just like title, a hundred shooters. That's something Meek Mill's gonna spaz on. That's for sure. Yeah. And so I'm I'm that's gonna be my song that I'm waiting for. That life is good song. 
I mean, with Drake, I mean, Drake did his thing, but it's like, I kind of just listened to it. I've been listening to it so much. I was like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of it. But 21 songs, like an hour and 10 minutes, is that, like, it's future. Like, what? I mean, you may know, you may know more than me about future. You may have more insight, but like, what is this guy saying <laughs> that can keep someone's attention for 110 minutes? I I don't know, man. I mean, I'm honestly, I know just as much as future as you do. So, um, yeah, I mean, I know his past works have been about like codeine, his drug, uh, coding yeah. crazy. March Madness. That's how I feel about Nav's project. Like, it's like the same thing. Trash? It's just the same repetitive thing. Although I, I think Future's a lot okay. better than Nav, so I wouldn't put them in the same category. I wouldn't either. I mean, Have Nav you listened is to just, new just garbage. Of course not. Why would I, why would I abuse my ears like yeah. that? Yuck. I've only listened to a, one Nav song. And it was that trash, trash, trash with Meek Mill. Meek Mill wasn't trash though, but it was that that song. And it's just, you know, these artists these days. It's like, I and it's too, it's too, it is to their benefit. Or you know, I I gotta hand it to them because it's like a, a certain demo, like um, demographic. What is it called? Just demographic. Yes, that they know. Like, Future knows, like, let me just talk about sipping syrup and lean, all that all that stuff. You know, 100 shooters in my parking lot, all that, whatever. You know, like, um, who, who's, like, Nav. Whatever Nav talks about, honestly, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the new school of, like, trash rappers know, let me just stay in my lane, and I'm going to be set. That's that, and it's to their credit, you know, because they've been able to maintain, build, and maintain a high level right. of success it's like, by that. You know, Nav, I don't think he's good. He's not gonna listen to, you know, he, if he listened to people who thought he was bad, he wouldn't be here. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just looking at it from his his lens. He, he's right. doing he's... the best he can. Not saying it's good, but I mean, like, he's in that position. Why not? just milk it you know what i'm saying like especially like him being from where he's from like, like no one in the hip-hop industry no one that's the makes it from where he's from so it's like he and is, where is he from he's a brown boy i don't know exactly i want to say i want to say he's actually like a mix but i know he's indian definitely um hold on let me uh uh, let me look at this. But yeah, he's from Rexdale, well, Ontario. Born, but he's Punjabi descent. He okay? He's, he's from Canadian. India. But yeah, as we were saying, like no one from there makes a hip hop industry. So like from his perspective, it's like I made it, you know. So I'm I'm happy for him at the end of the day. I get it because I don't, I don't, I don't like just hating on someone's success. But True. Yeah, it's not, it's it's not good music. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's not, like, I've never hit on the success. I'm hating on right. what they do with it, you know? Like, but yeah, then Nav this, is... Then you gotta understand, there's a like reason he's, why no one... 
from that part of the world makes it in hip hop. <laughs> I don't. I, I, maybe that sounds racist. <laughs> okay, that's not. I am brown, so. Yeah, you, I mean, you're one of them, so you it's know, might cool. as well. I, I respect. Um, no, I, I no, yeah, you're it. brown and like ish. I have a lot of yeah, um, friends from where he's from that, you know, they love his music. Oh, so you pulling the. You put on, oh, I have Black Prince 2 card. Okay, oh. I see. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you say to yourself, I mean, I mean like, you are brown. Like, so Like brown friends, um, they like him um, for his music, which is nice. Yeah, because, shout out like, to Faison. Because an attachment to them. Like, if you came from, like, a, a small part of the world and you had no. someone representing let, your back, let, you let know, it's you. nice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me tell you. I'm, I was born in Columbus, Ohio. LeBron James, that's my that's right. my guy. Like, no one you know what I'm saying? Like, Ohio, so I feel yeah, like I'm sh- ex- definitely Akron, definitely from you know the inner city of Akron, Ohio, without a father mm-hmm. figure, you know, no stability, no home stability, no you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like it, the odds was against LeBron, and the odds was against Nav, and and like I was, you know, like I'm saying, like, it's not the, like, the music and nothing like that. Like, obviously, he's good to some people because he's in the position exactly. that he is now. Cool. You know, if he if he was ultimately trash, then right. he would never have made it, right? So he's obviously good to some people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just pray for those people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but like I was saying, like, he put in a lot of hard work, you know, and definitely with you know people of color, you know you're brown. I, I'm not brown by the by the standards of being from the Middle East, but you know I'm not white colored or you know I'm light skin right. you know, basically. But that could be like considered brown in mm-hmm. some sense. But you know what I'm saying like people of color have always had to do more than you know let's just let's be real right. white people. You know what I'm saying? And and so it is to his credit. And he almost had to, you know, he it's almost guaranteed you have to do more than everyone else just to get your foot in the door. And it's to his credit that he did what he had to do to get his foot in the door. And he's, you know, a successful, you know, artist and producer. You know, right. he's, he's he's making us uh, making a living. If you're making a living out of it, you're exactly yeah so and so he's he's doing that yeah, and Nav my hat's off to good him. intentions came and went um nav album good intentions bad rap <laughs> yeah, yeah i bet he had good intentions the, the t- yeah he had good intentions but just, you should just bad get a ghostwriter but you know besides but uh, honestly huh Emil was crazy though I'm pretty sure he's is he's a ghostwriter for a, a lot ghost? of people. Who who pays money for Nav ghostwriting? You think so? No, I like kind of like how I feel about the weekend, not the weekend, but party next door. Like I'm not, and he's not bad. He's not a bad artist, but he's better at writing for other people than I see you know being an artist himself. So I think he. I think Nav would be successful in 
you know, ghostwriting or writing Bro, hits or writing music for other write, people. Though. I mean, if you if you could write well, you'd see in his song. <laughs> yeah, you make but, a very you make a very good point though. I'm just right. trying not to ultimately, you know, tear him down. But no, I mean, he's yeah, cool. he's he's cool though. And definitely from being from you know from Canada, having times with Abel, having times with Aubrey, you know, XO OVO, and it's he's a part of he's. Community. He's a part of that. He's from that, the six. He's a part of that community. He's a part. Yeah, exactly. Like he's a part of what makes Toronto, and it's, you know, it's, it's what makes Canada ultimately what makes Toronto, what it is. You know, multi-dimensional, multi-cultural, and it's like he he fits in it. You get what I'm saying? Like he has his own lane on the highway. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like Drake has his own lane. The weekend has his own lane. Party. Um, you know, Nav has his own lane. And so he kinda he you know, Magic Jordan. Shout out to Magic Jordan. Um, you know, they all have their own little sounds that all, you know, mm-hmm. blend in with each other. And that's what I love about Toronto. You know, I have so many good friends um a potential wife in toronto like i just have no seriously um i just have so many the level of respect that i have for canada and like i'm not just being like naive like i know canada isn't you know a perfect place no place is perfect you know but i just have i just have so many ties to canada you know musically or the things that I love, family, you know, I'm, hey, I'm French Canadian. So, like, is that like that mm-hmm. 1%? You get what I'm saying? Like, I have I have some percentage tap, in Canada. Tap, so, tap, yeah, it's just, tap. stop, stop, yeah, but... stop, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Nav album came and went. I but mean, overall in 2020. Came and went. You know, with this future. Right, we've a had lot of music. Big hitters. We've had a uh, future. Justin Bieber's album came and went, man. Remember God. Yummy? Like I'm not, and I'm not trying to diss Justin Bieber. I love that beat. That Yummy beat is so hard, man. But like Justin Bieber, like I had to, I had to deal with him. All through elementary and middle school, not all, not not middle school, mm-hmm. but like elementary. When baby came oh, out, yeah. and he had a ludicrous verse. Oh my I goodness! That. I had to deal with him for so many years, months, days. It was just annoying. And it's like he's cool now, yeah. though. But like, you know what I mean? Like he's cool, but like the music kind of just I, dropped I off. You. Though, like I wasn't even too big on his music to deal with. I mean, it's crazy how long he's been in the spotlight and been at the top. I love the spotlight. You know, that's not easy. Um, especially it when he's... Not at all. I don't mean to bash him, but he's not crazy talented, you know? He's no MJ. He's no MJ. He can sing. Yeah, he can sing, but it's nothing crazy. It's nothing out of this world, you know? Um, it's nothing crazy, but, like, in... Hip- he's not in hip-hop, but, like, in R&B... Um... What mm-hmm. is he? Pop, pop, yeah. And R&B and pop, 
he he doesn't need auto tune. Yeah, like yeah, he, he he can actually sing. He can play guitar. So he's like natural. He like he and that's that's the thing. It's like and some hopefully this doesn't like get you know confused. It's like the standards have been so low for people that like being decent is like the golden <laughs> standard. You get what I'm saying? Like just being nice to people, just being just common decency is what the gold standard is these days. And it's like, has the bar really hit so low? Like, the there is no bar at this mm-hmm. point. You get what I'm saying? And so that's kind of how I feel like he can actually sing versus the people who can't and, like, desperately rely on auto-tune to sound somewhat decent. And so, you know, so, like, now it's like, what you should be good at is somewhat like the the golden standard versus you know actually putting in the hard work and not having to use auto tune. I'm tired of auto tune, but like auto tune, it's just been it's just overused by everybody. Like I know like Drake uses an auto tune, but you can't like I can tell, but not the common ear can tell when he uses it. Party, he uses it too much. T-Pain, he perfected it, and he, he he's he's never done a bad job with T, uh, auto-tune, but he doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if he's singing by himself, he doesn't need auto-tune. I've, I've heard him sing, like, live, and he does not need it. He can actually sing. But, like, Tory Lanez, sometimes with his music, it's like, okay, all that, it's a lot of auto-tune, but, like, he he still sounds good because he makes dope music. Tory Lanez makes really like good dope music. You get what I'm saying? And um, yeah, like Jay Z, Death of Autotune, DOA. You know, shout out to um, I think that's Blueprint Three, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of um old Hove. My my 2020. Um, my Spotify, your top song playlist for 2020 is going to be, it's going to be basically the entire four, four, four album is going to be on that thing. I kid you not. The entire four, four, four album is going to be on that. And, um, yay. Or, um, Jesus King. Those two albums going to be in my top 20, um, playlist. No, no. I guarantee you it. Oh, heck no. Who is, who's that again? Came and went. Yeah. It's a shame. Trash, trash. We're just trash. waiting on Drake. But album. um, do you have any? Yes, we are. Drake has, you know, for what the last two weeks, he has had Dark Lane demo tapes out, and I've kind of made my own playlist with that. And let me show you. Let me tell you. So, the songs that I have on my on my own version. Deep Pockets, Not You, Tusi Slide, Time Flies, Landed, Losses, and From Florida with Love. So pretty much I got rid of all the features, like Demons, D4L, Desires. I kinda get I kinda got rid of all the features and all the songs that I've already like listened to, like Rent to Say Win and Chicago Freestyle. I really I kept Tusi Slide because it's it's still it's just a good song. I, mm-hmm. I like it. I, I really do. 
You know, it's not annoying at all. I just, I, and it's a dance song, so it's like you can actually move around. You get what I'm saying? So that's the reason why I kept it. But I, I still actually like that song. Um, yeah, not really a lot. Um, oh, congratulations! This is a big. This is a monumental achievement for women, black women specifically, black culture, hip hop. In in no specific order, congratulations to Beyonce, Maggie Stalin, Doja Cat, and Nicki Minaj. First time ever that four African American um, women artists have been um, on the charts at the same time. Beyonce, Maggie Stalin with um, with their song. And Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj with the Say So remix. That's awesome. It really is. It's, um, yeah, the Savage remix. So Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce and the Savage remix. And Doja and Nicki on the Say So remix. And, you know, it's so cool. And I don't even think, honestly, I don't know how it came to fruition or how it came to life because the way that it's set up, you like, Meg Thee Stallion is from, like, Texas, right? Beyonce is from mm-hmm. Texas, right? And so you already know, like, and it's just crazy because it's like, it's like one OG took over or remixed another's, like, new coming artist song with Nicki to Doja and with Beyonce to Meg Thee Stallion. It's just so cool that, like, two OGs in the game kind of just, you know, they made a moment with an up-and-coming. Well, they're not up-and-coming no more, but, they, you know, they're relatively, relatively new and still, you know, still got time, still got more time to establish themselves. And it's just, like, it's one of those moments where you just got to, like, sit back and appreciate and just celebrate with them. You know, those... Yeah, you know how I feel about Nicki Minaj personally. You know, I feel like she's kind of moved a bit sloppy, a bit disrespectful, a bit shady um, the last few years. And so I don't really, you know, listen to it. And I kind of, personally, I just got kind of outgrew her music. And really, the thing is, her, I'm not her targeted right. demographic mm-hmm. by no means. You know, like, her stan group, her fan group yeah. is called the Barbs. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm not her target demo exactly. demo anyway. But yeah, when I was like twelve, Starships was oh, booming. Yeah. What's that? Um, like Starships was like I I loved that song. The woman. There's drink. another song that I like. Um, yeah, that song with um Moment for Life. You get what I'm saying and. I think it was on the blueprint, if I'm not only with um Lil Wayne and Chris Brown. Like I was list like I'm not here. Yeah, I think I've never really been a fan because I never listened to her in albums like that. But like Pink Friday, yeah, that's that album. That's the album that I remember. Like 2010, um, did it on them. That was that was the song that everybody I knew was like listening to. Did them on them. Save Me was another one that was here. Like, like everyone, like, I felt the presence of that one. Um, 
Super Bass. That's the song right there. That's the song that I love that song. I don't know why, but like I'm 10 years old, nine years old, whatever. And, you know, Nicki Minaj is fine, though. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't care that she had to get, you know, she got plastic surgery, whatever the case may be. You know, woman, man, whatever. Do what you feel comfortable. Do what you, if it makes you feel good inside to do what you want, I'm here for it. Just don't, you know, be a douchebag about it mm-hmm. when it's done, you know? I see so many people that, you know, they were ugly in the past and they get something done or they, like, lose weight and then they start acting like they're better than everybody else. Don't be mm-hmm. those type of people. It's kind of like like kind of how, how we were talking about having information and then keeping from everyone because they don't want other people on their level. Right. You know, you wasn't, you wasn't, you weren't born a genius. You weren't born with that information. You had to learn and grasp the information at one point too. Mm-hmm. You weren't just born with that. You know, you had to learn how to talk. You had to learn how to walk, crawl, whatever. And so don't be like, don't, I just see people that like, once they get a transformation or something, they start talking bad about people that were once in their shoes. And it just doesn't make any sense. But yeah, um, Super Bass was my song. It's And you know what's crazy? It's still one of my songs I listen to. Like, I turn up to that song. That's Like, she raps, raps on that song. But I feel like if I was to actually take a... Like, I actually listen to all of her songs, then maybe... And I've tried, don't get me wrong. I've really tried. It just... I'm a Drake fan. I just, you know what I mean? I don't like listening to too many albums like that, you know? But I am think I'm actually trying my best. All right. Because she can rap, you know? She can actually rap. She she wouldn't be here if she didn't actually rap, you know? You know, anyone can make a legitimate argument for Lil Wayne being the greatest rapper of I all time. The, you know, Lil Wayne, if Lil Wayne finds you and signs you, Mixed You're talented. Rain. Oh, for sure. I I went back and I I I went back way way back. Like, um, the first Carter. My favorite is the Carter Three. Man. Mhm. That's the one with Lollipop, right? Yeah, that's um 2008. Yeah, I remember that. I like, I remember it because I was like, I was like. Yeah, Lollipop was some was my first Lil Wayne song. I think the second one was Amelie. But then there were so many like Young Money songs. Like it would be like Drake, like Tyke. Remember that? Um, like yeah, it was like Make Your Bed Rock. That song is bad. Not I mean not trash bad, but like yeah. that song is that song is still bangs. It had Tiger. I mean Tiger just ugh, Tiger just <laughs> messed it up. Really, but I had Wayne, Nikki killed her verse, Jake killed it's his whole verse. Money, huh? Like, yeah, and it was crazy because it was old it was, man. I remember it was like catchy. Like fourth grade. I remember listening to it too, like in the fourth grade, third, fourth grade, and I'm like, hold up, I'm trying to learn your verse. You're just going to like, I'm trying to learn Drake's verse. I'm trying to learn, you know. I hate to see, like, Wayne's verse. I hate to see her go, but I love to watch her leave. I keep him running back and forth. Soccer team. Like, Carter's on a summer day. Carter's whatever. And, like, I was trying to, I just remembered 
like the struggle of trying to learn everybody's verse. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, yeah, so I still I go back and listen to that song like every once in a while because it's just a it was like one of those songs growing up where like you are part of that moment, like you lived through it. That's like with Tupac fans, Biggie, you know, um, Bone Thugs and Harmony, like people like in the nineties, like or like with Jordan fans, like they lived through it. You know, we lived through LeBron, so we're you know. I'm gonna say LeBron is the goat, or I'm gonna have a more concentrated, concentrated. You know, my attention is gonna be more concentrated on LeBron because I'm living through right. it. You know, and so yeah, it's like I lived through that Amelie lollipop. You know, like Hardy Three. That's like, I think that's like prime reign to be honest. Like 2008, 2010, like. No, 2008 to like 2011 for sure. He was he couldn't miss. I don't really I don't really remember like solo wings. I also 2012, like uh, 2013. The Carter Five with Mona Lisa. Uh, his recent Kendrick album, Lamar, which is, yep. came out this year, like a couple months ago, Funeral. Um, I don't want to hate on it, yeah. but it kind of just came and went. I don't know if it's because I don't know it if did. it's me. It's not a bad album by any means. Um, I don't know if you've listened to it or not, but my favorite song is Mahogany. That beat is yeah. he kills no, it Lil too, Wayne but that beat is fire. Some of the craziest parts. Mahogany, uh-huh. and that's the that's the thing with um with Wayne because Wayne. He's a bars rapper. So, like, with metaphors, stuff like that, oh, yeah. that's, that's like his Mona bag. Lisa you know? A and work so, of art. Like, Mona Lisa is, yeah, exactly. No pun intended. A work of art. And if you are like a true rap fan, you're going to, uh, you're going to understand the lyrics a bit easier, but. Man, you have to listen to that song a couple times. He is painting a story, literally. No pun intended. He is. Yeah, he is. That's probably the reason why they call him Mona Lisa. It's so good. And with Kendrick there, their voice changes. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. Kendrick, I feel like Kendrick's all. And I'm not the biggest Kendrick fan, but I do appreciate him. He's a storyteller. And I feel like more people that can story like like with Kendrick, his music is gonna last more because it has stories behind it and his delivery and his unique approach with different kind of like with Nikki, like different right. personas. Kendrick has different voices, you know, like Kung Fu Kenny and all that, right? And you know, with Lil Wayne, he's like a bars, you know, flipping, flipping bars, flipping words, and all that, and so. The overall, the overall song may not be good, but he's going to have, like, he's going right. to get some bars off. And that's kind of like the same thing with Eminem, where, like, yeah. Eminem, he can rap. He, was he can put words, he can flip words, song. but... Mona Lisa. I mean, Mona Lisa, the song Which one? was actually... Mona Lisa? Was, I was looking into this. The song was, mo- no one knows exactly when it was made. But it was most likely made like five to like, yeah, because I mean, Kendrick like, references like Kobe 
like going courtside at a Kobe game. Like that is way before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's a probably, exactly. probably way before his yeah. injuries. Too. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, Lil Wayne so. is just great at those. He he does those double entendres. Um, I don't. The way I see where he excels is like the okay. quick wordplay. Like Hove, I see where it's like truly mm-hmm. like some deep stuff. Not saying Lil Wayne doesn't. But where Lil Wayne is like truly the best at is that that little wordplay, you know, where he just he says it, and not only does he rhyme with it, but he like twists the word. I don't know. I you have to you know hear, like he's just so good I at understand. that little like twitch. I mean, like, I'm like the that bedrock. Uh, like I hate to see her go. What is it? I hate to see her go. Like that, that little that. But I love to watch her lead. I keep her running back and forth. Go and you know that's where he excels at. Yeah, exactly, and that's what I was saying. Like he, the overall, like that's the thing. Like because the getting, you know, streams and all that, you gotta like put twenty songs on an album. He put twenty four songs. You get what I'm saying? That's why I feel like sometimes it can be watered down. And you know, and that's like being being a Drake fan with Scorpion, like twenty five, twenty seven songs. I on uh, yeah, I believe that he could have had like fifteen songs, but also due to his ongoing circumstances, I understand the approach of what he did to deliver his responses to what was going on. So he, you know what I mean. And so I understand why he did that, but yeah, like. You know me. I, I'm a ten album, ten song album, maybe thirteen because of bonuses or whatever. I don't. I don't want twenty. Right. That's just too much. Like I'd rather give you like five albums of ten songs than like you know like two albums and it got like sixty songs. You know, thirty plus songs. That's just it. Just it. I want it mm-hmm. to be an experience that you can come to. I mean, every like the first listen is going to be an experience, but I don't want it to be like, okay, when is this? I don't want it to get like, you get what I'm saying? I, I don't want it to get tiring or like, I just right. want to be, I want to deliver and go. You know, you're a busy person. You got, you got things to do. I don't want to keep your time for more mm-hmm. than what it should be. You got more, you, you got more music you want to listen to. I, you got more things you want to do. Hear me out, enjoy it, and the thing is, you can come back to me, and you can come back to me and listen to every song. Not, I listen to your twenty-five album. It's just too much with all the other music I listen to. I got to pick out. I have to go in and literally pick out all my favorites, and then it's like, okay, which ones are my favorites? Which right. ones do I? You know what I'm saying? And so let me just give you ten, and let me go. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be concise. Could be like forty minutes, maybe fifty, maybe an hour. I don't know, but it's not gonna be more than that, unless I make, unless I get to the point where, you know, I'm, I can, I can afford to make a double album, like Biggie did or Drake did. Like that's like OG status, like Jay Z, like that's OG like status making a double disc album. And really, there's no such thing as double disc albums anymore. Like that used that's really on the big thing back in the nineties, early two thousands, because of CDs and stuff. 
Everything's yeah, online. You don't really necessarily song. need a double I'm disc. I'm excited to see. But it's cool though. What Kendrick has, um, it, it's actually, it's been over three years since his last project. Right. Um, yeah, literally, damn. <laughs> no pun damn. intended. But I'm excited. I'm I'm expecting. No pun intended. Like, like I'm saying, no <laughs> pun intended. But I. Fully intend all but, Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting <laughs> what some we saying? type of rollout, maybe. Um, I don't exactly remember how he did a rollout for Dam. Um, like how he, yeah, but you know, I'm but, always excited for Kendrick just because he literally never misses. So, you know, you do have to wait a while, but we're going to get a great project. And see, that's the thing, like, that's um exactly why I like, I like Kendrick because he's going to go, he's going to go away, and when he comes back, right, the wait will be worth it. Exactly. That's the thing. And I don't, I don't, he doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, and plus he's, you know, people try to compare, and I understand the comparisons, Drake and Kendrick. They're both rappers, right? But Drake does more than just rapping, and he's in a position right. where he's more because of a quote-unquote pop star rap, than just I mean, a rapper. In general, Drake, rap's a pretty new uh, genre of music compared to, like, rock, you know? But in the modern day, there's so many different sectors of raps, you know? You can't yeah. compare, like, Kanye West to Tupac. They're, they're great in their own lanes, you know? There's so many different sectors of artistry you know it rap has evolved right. so much so i see what you're saying like some of the compar- comparisons are pointless it's like you're comparing people who play different two different sports and i know it's it's both rap but or even better. two even better. or the same sport but two different positions i look at um and don't judge me. I look at the Wikipedia for damn, and the genre is conscious hip hop. Not just hip hop or rap, but conscious hip hop. And you can't have, you can't be conscious with, you get what I'm saying? Like you can't just be conscious every role. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, like Drake, he can drop. Often, right? Because mm-hmm. it's emotion, it's emotional music. It's you know what I'm saying. But with Kendrick, it's it's a full thing because of what's going on around the world. He collects what's going on and he puts sense. it all in one thing. But, uh, yeah, it really does. Right. And, and I, think I mean, he's a conscious rapper. Artist, you know, too, like he's both instrumental. In his music are really. Um, experimental, but they work. Yeah, really do. And the thing, and see, that's with the, that's with me. It's like sometimes I even with Drake beats, like his real instrumentals. Like I, I listen to it, I like it, but then it's like, where do you stand? Are you my more voice of a, is just not? You're more of a bar guy, huh? Than a beat. Like if you had to choose. I mean, I guess you don't have to, you know, it, you want both, right? Um, if I had to but... choose, 
Because personally, for me, if yeah, if I had to choose, for me, before well, I let, let you me answer, get, I'm more of a you, you make an interesting um, point. Like, I love production, but I also love bars. So I mean, once again, like you want both, you know, you can't just have one mm, without the other. But yes, you are. I just like know where you stand. But, but yes, I've always, if I had to choose bars, because. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it, you know, it's what I'm saying. And if the bars isn't there, I mean, some, so many trash rappers get, you know, off the hook because they have a hard beat. But at the end of the day, that beat kind of the right. same with regurgitated beat. Everyone else that's trash has been using, right? And um, right. exactly like Metro Booming type beat, to be honest. Well, like Mike Real made it, but like, we talked, got you back, but yeah, um, beats over no bars over beats. That's actually the more I think about it, that's actually an idea for a song, like actually going into detail. What I'd rather have bars over beats, like purposely use a trash beat, but use your bars to like uplift it. <laughs> oh, now that would be that's a great freaking idea. No, that's a really cool idea. Because with me, and because you made I mean, such you, a... Obviously, you wouldn't be able to market that hugely, but it it would right. be its own little inside thing. And that's because, I mean, you ha- and you also made a good point with... um. What's the good point that you made? I don't know. I'm fucking tired. But at the same um, time, like, how trash is I'm gonna this think beat? Back I mean, there's so many different factors that go into it. Like, if the beat's trash, trash, like, okay. you can't even flow on it, so... That might not even work, you know? So actually, okay. it's hard to do that. Like, what what do you consider as a trash beat, you know? Um, like, it sounds... no, I mean, in, in the, in you know, with the big hip-hop artists, there's no, like, whoever calls a beat trash? Like, do you ever hear people calling beat beats trash? Like, in, in you know, among the, the heavy hitters? No. Um, I rarely know. It's always but reverse. I've... Like... I've heard... I I hear often, well, like with Joe Budden about Nas. Nas hasn't been the greatest beat picker. Okay, that but he sense. always has. He always has, he bars. has some of the best bars ever. And so, yeah, you make a very valid point. It's, it's like in that now that I remember, beat making, not beat um beat choosing. Rick Ross is possibly the greatest beat chooser mm-hmm. because he he can flow pretty much anything right right and so he's just like that luxury you know comfortable lifestyle and he and his beats sound like that like that like gold roses like that's yeah. that's just a a card just luxury type beat and he's he's yeah that's something he's, he's that's it's it's almost like a gift, almost. Like, it's always been natural to me. It's always something that I made sure to always do is pick good beats. But it's it maybe it's not people say it's a trash beat, but they say that if it wasn't for the beat, overall, it would be completely trash. That's right. what I hear. Like, okay, the beat was cool, but if, if it wasn't, for the beat, then I wouldn't listen to right. it. I, mean, I, general, I hear that. This is the cool discussion to have, but at the end of the day, it's art. So you want right. to have a great sonically sounding 
work. So, um, and it's and at with, the end of the day, it's music. You're pleasing your ears. So, right. But I've I've heard some pretty, yeah, like yeah, like you said, I haven't really heard trash beats. I mean, at the but end I of the just day, hear trash. Right, like like you were saying, execution beats, like yeah, no one producers don't get blamed for making a trash song. You know what I'm saying? Right. Who, who I've never heard of of Metro Boomin slander. Like, have it's, you ever? Never. No, I've never. Um, but yeah, like remember that song with um, Travis Scott and like Kodak Black. The beats hard. You know, so you remember that song? Right. Um. Oh yeah, ZZ. What's the name of? It? I know that. Yeah, song. like that. That beat is hard, right? But and everybody was anticipating. Like everyone saw that's like snippet on like Insta Live and like, oh, it <laughs> is hard. But really, um, Jordan Lucas killed that beat. Yeah, he really did. But um, yeah, like you were saying, like nobody, the producers never really get blamed because it's like you purchased the beat. You you know what I mean? Like it's nobody gave you or no one is like putting a gun to your head saying hey pick that beat no you listen to a beats and you pick that beat it's the artist's decision exactly and what you do with it is ultimately going to be um what makes it valid or what it makes it makes it worth it all right so um what's going on with sports man i'm just oh my goodness i don't know when is, when is things going to start opening up? And I'm not, you know, well, if training things don't open up. up um, oh, thank goodness. But I don't know. I mean, it, you know, ideally, you can easily have, you can bring the NBA back, obviously without fans, but you get mm-hmm. everyone tested. That's what they did for the UFC. I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure you know this, but there was like a UFC card um, not a week ago. But well, maybe a week ago, but there was a UFC card. Like there was actually fights. Um, that's a little easier. It's obviously two people in a ring. Uh, but with the NBA, the resources they have, they can get everyone tested, and right. and all you have is the coach, the bench, the ref, and the players. So I mean, that, that's you get really possible. A few other people, right? Like I'm not saying commentary, staff. but you get. You know, like yeah, you know, exactly. The medical staff, the the water boys, you know, right. people that mop the floors and stuff. So you got a few other people, but you know, they're not right beside the players. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, even at regular NBA games, the refs, coach, players, they all, you know, I think they're coming back. Steps man. keep their distance. I hope so. I mean, I really LeBron do. LeBron needs it. They want. Like he tweeted After- that. No, uh, yeah, because if 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 anyone wants the season to continue, it's LeBron. Right. This is. I don't think he has like. Oh, he has two years left to win. No, but you don't want to waste any opportunity to win a championship. So. Exactly. And plus, I want to see him win a championship, and I I don't want to wait even more for him to have to do that. So. I think they're gonna Wait. come back. Well, actually, the um, let me bring this up. But pretty much the the timetable to when we'll actually know the decision of whether they plan to bring it back or not is two to three weeks. 
Okay. So pretty much um, in two to three weeks, we will know what's going to happen with the season. Then um, two or three weeks, we we have to wait for then. It's, it's, it's the anticipation. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's all... It's all just bottling up. I'm just, I'm just waiting. You know, I wish this Corona mess never started in the first place, but it is what it is. Um, something I read interesting enough. I, I, um, it's, it really caught me off guard. So in the NFL, NFL news, there are two arrest warrants issued to two, obviously issued to two, um, NFL players, Giants cornerback DeAndre Baker and Seahawks corner cornerback Quentin Dunbar and I quote the Miramar Police Department in Florida issued a warrant for the arrest of two players on Thursday Baker is wanted for four counts of armed robbery with a firearm and four counts of aggravated assault with a firearm for an incident that took place Wednesday Dunbar is wanted for four counts of armed robbery with a firearm the Giants issued a statement saying they are aware of the situation and are in touch with Baker. That is crazy. Wow. It's just, it's just so it's craziness. It's like you're in the NFL. Why would you, you know what I'm saying? Like you should never project, you should never try to get yourself in these types of situations. Right. No matter what level of success or level in life that you are. But like you're in the NFL. It's like what happened to Aaron Hernandez. Right. And anyway, and I didn't complete the doc, but I gathered enough inside information to know an, enough about him. He kind of had he had a messed up upbringing, a right. very abusive upbringing. It's like you don't want to defend his actions, but you you understand. See, that's the and you made a good point. And see, that's the thing with me. I can understand something, even no matter how disgusting or you know, just bad. I can understand it. Mm-hmm. But I won't accept it. I can I can understand the, not, I can understand why they, why, oh, so-and-so killed that person. But I can understand what drove that person to a breaking point or to have that breakage in their mind to do such a thing. I can understand that's possible. I can understand that someone growing up in a bad neighborhood is going to grow up doing and making bad decisions. Not defending them, because there's plenty of people growing up in bad neighborhoods that are on the right track, wanting to be on the right track, and doing everything the right way, positive way, you know? Right. And so, yeah, like you said, you can't defend it, you can't. You know, neither of us, you know, what except... I had a perfect, uh, um, you know, Shannon Sharp. I saw right. a segment where they're talking about this, and he basically said, money doesn't change you. It just makes you more of what you are. And right. That's so facts. Shout, shout out to Shannon Sharp. Uncle he Shannon. Is a really, Uncle Shay Shay. He is a really smart person. Like, when I hear him. When I oh, hear him man. talk, he is so fluid in what he says. There's no pauses ever because, you know, it's like a live show. There's no yes. pauses. His arguments are so fluid. And it's I'm not saying like because, you know, that's a talent a lot of people have. But it's like then you also have to take into account like 
this guy was a, a tight end in the NFL taking hits. So I'm like, how is he, you know, so cognitively um, fluid? How does he not have brain damage? Right. How does he exactly. not have C- TCE? And I, feel like this, <laughs> I feel like this isn't even mentioned enough. Like, I, I don't yeah, really I... hear many people talking about how the fact that Shannon Sharp is, like, so smart in his arguments. He's, he's quick. How he's so sharp. sharp. Exactly. How he's so sharp. <laughs> like, he is just so he... witty. It's... I, I, want, crazy. I feel like I wish someone would just ask him on that show. It's not offensive by any means. Oh, no, um, no means. But yeah, I, I ask him. You know, I, and I'm, because and he wasn't just any football player. He was, he was a tight end. They take the most hits, you right? Know? And he and was he's at, a Super Bowl winning tight end. Right. He's a champion. He's, he's a proven he's gone champion deep in playoffs, and he's still exactly. in great shape. Um, yeah, he, his clothes is fitted, not tight, yeah. fitted. And that's the thing, like, like I just, I, like, Stephen Smith, Shannon Sharp, he, not only does he keep it real, Which he's hard. also relatable. Real when you're at that level. Exactly. No, very good point. Definitely when you're at that level with everyone, yeah. And I'm a big fan of Shannon Sharp. I'm a big fan of all the Smoke podcasts with Matt Barnes that's and... That's a great podcast. Um, Steph, with Jack. Yeah, Stephen Jackson. Steph, Stephen Jackson. And I watched that episode with um, Shannon Sharp, and he's talking about, you know, what's going on with his brother and going on with his grandparents and uncle and all that, and some of the trouble, the things that they had to endure, you know, that he wasn't so proud of, and you know, going through college and all that. And it's like, this guy just his composure. He's this cordial professional, right? You know, those are things that you don't teach. You know, you don't exactly. teach respect. He's definitely done a lot of uh, passion education for himself. I think so, and it's just crazy. Just like you said, like how he's just so healthy, right? And how does he not have you CTE? Know, no, like, and it you know it kind of comes off like jokingly, but that's a legitimate question. Like being a tight end, definitely playing playing um, back in the day, where you know. You know, the NFL was a bit more aggressive. I'm not saying he played in the 1960s where there's, like, basically no rules. But, like, you know, it's not as, you know, tough and rough as it was, you know, in the early, you know, early 2000s, late 20s, uh, mid-90s and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, no, you really do bring up a good point. And I'm just, I'm just saying, every time he talks, man, even if he's just talking about, like, LeBron or whoever, like, I'm always in awe and I'm just taking mental notes of how great he is at not only as a job but also as a human being you know and the thing with um what's his face i hate him skip bayless and i do i really don't hate him personally i've gotten to know skip bayless personally you know what how what he grew up like what he grew up doing and his uh, his upbringing but i just hate how and I understand you have to be a contrarian and you got to wear the black hat. But sometimes it is just his hateful LeBron is just so blatant. It's like it, it just gets it, it gets tiring and exhausting. And I really wish he didn't have to do that all the time. But like Skip Bradley, he's he's professional. And actually, I don't know if I really don't. Not many people know, but like Skip Bayless 
he was the one that they went to to talk about the co-host. Not like someone else had it and then they hired Skip. With first take, Skip Bayless said, I want oh, yeah, he that guy, Stephen A. Smith. He got to choose Shannon Sharp as well. Uh-huh. And when I read, when I watched that, I was like, yo, he did the same. Like, I watched a few old videos back. He did the same thing with Stephen A. Smith. Like, he just, he's such a good guy. And he's he's just like a, a, like a true professional. You know, I miss, I, I actually do miss him and Stephen A. in, like, first take. Because Stephen A., Stephen A. be killing Max Kellerman. But, no, back into, um, back on track. Like, him and, like, Stephen A., uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp's relationship, their dynamic is so good. And, like, I agree with it. I agree with pretty much both of them. I, you know, normally, whenever they're talking about anything that's not LeBron. Like, if they're talking about, like, like football, I, I end up agreeing with both. And I really do be agreeing with Skip Bayless. But I just hate that he has – he just be hating on LeBron so much. Yeah. He's just so – Tiring. I get. I get frustrated. It's for I, think that's, I don't think um, he hates him even as much as he says he does. But right, you know, it's and pl- it's the producers. They they see something. They see a talking point that brings a lot of viewers. And the producers, because trust me, Skip has a lot of power. But I'm telling you, the people with the most really power are behind the scenes. You don't even see them. Exactly. So. You make a very good point. It's the ones that you don't see right. that aren't getting the attention. That's mm-hmm. it's kind of like the like you know mob bosses. You don't see them out and about yeah. like that. They they, they hire you know people I mean? like, for them. They hire hitmen. Exactly. So that's just and um, speaking of non illegal activities. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello, FBI. Shout out to our OnlyFans. Shout out to our sponsors, OnlyFans and FBI. Um, you know, every week we come here proudly to do a podcast to speak on what's going on with the world, entertainment-wise, pandemic-wise, whatever the case may be. Thank you, OnlyFans and FBI for um, officially, unofficially, but officially sponsoring us. We we appreciate it. Just had to get that in, you know. Yes. Can, can I forget? Get what Can't I'm forget so. our sponsors. Can't forget them. There were only fans oh, before OnlyFans. Exactly. Oh, shout out to my OnlyFans. I got four, potentially five. I have to go check. But um, besides that, yeah, that's our OnlyFans FBI talk. Um, but I'm gonna try to you know kind of get off of entertainment. Do you have any? But do you have anything closing remarks on entertainment? Or anything? Um. You know, about Shannon, LeBron, whatever, you know, case may be sports, whatever you want um, to do. Not much. I mean, I think everything's on a on a pause right now. Got you. Which is unheard. Everything is kind of on a pause. Very much so. Okay, but since, okay, you don't have anything, I don't really have anything. Um, back to the real life, um, real life topic. We understand it is hard. We understand that it's difficult. Definitely in times like these with pressing matters, with health, you know, having to be six feet apart, quarantine, how scary it is. You know, you start getting panics and, you know, then you just, you know what I mean? Your breathing starts messing up and all that. We 
me and Shion are fully aware of how hard it is. And it's hard on us, too. Don't get us wrong. You know? Mm-hmm. I, there's, there's plenty of days we don't we don't like to talk about it. But, you know, our friends, our, our best friends, our true friends, we... Even when we don't want to talk about it, you know, they're so good to go so good to us, go so good for us. You know, we end up spinning spin spilling the beans eventually, you know, opening up and releasing that angst. And you and I'm always gonna remember that point about we made the comparison about, you know, not comparison, but it's a word that I can't remember. About if you clean every day, you don't have to, you know, have such a build up on that one day that you do, like um, for me, it was on Sunday. If, it, if you dust every day, you know, I'll be clean. You don't have to, you know, handle such a big load or a big task at hand because you're doing it every day. is not such big pile. And that's a good thing. We shouldn't try to let things build up. You know, we can't just push things back because it's it's going to come back around. And it's, it's more times than now, it's always going to come back around at the worst time and I just want to just say keep your heads up you know keep your head straight okay keep your heart up keep your head straight you need to be focused on what's in front of you Mm -hmm. okay you don't don't you don't have much time to be looking back and regretting or thinking back on past decisions or past things all we can do is accept take ownership Make sure that we learn what, whether whatever we went through, and be a better person. Right. And if we do that, I think we're gonna make it. You know, we have a good chance of making it. We gonna be all right. Hey, we gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We're gonna be all right. That's that's a that's a. That's an anthem, man. Yeah. Kendrick, that's a like that's an anthem. Like I can get like that song can go anywhere and just gets everybody riled up. That's an anthem. Like Drake has like Drake has anthems, but like Kendrick, that's that's like one of the best anthems to get people together, man. Like when I think of like all right, I think of like trophies or something mm-hmm. with Drake. But um yeah, man, it's I'm, it's been hard for me. It's just with a lot of confusion, a lot of just trying to get things done, a lot on my plate. But you know, you when you're hungry, you're hungry. You got to eat. You know, yeah. If you're if you're hungry, it doesn't matter what's on your plate. You're gonna eat. You know, exactly. You can't be picky eaters. You know what I mean? I hate picky. You can't eaters. be picky eaters. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes I'm picky only because if I if I tried it. And I didn't like it. I'm not gonna touch it again. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I'm gonna, like personally, I'm not a big red beans and rice fan. If I can avoid it, I'm not gonna eat it. But if it's the only thing there, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm not gonna starve. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Right. If you got food in front of you, you gotta be blessed, appreciate it, and eat. You never know what your next meal's gonna come in. You know? That's hundred percent. It's it's the wild out here. It is. It really is. But um yeah man, this is something I always look forward to. Something that like oh my goodness, it's, it's Friday, let's get it. But there's always something for me to look forward to. Something to help me keep going every every week. Keep your um, you know if you're being you know you're in quarantine, obviously, 
you know, exercise, read a new book, you know, try that new recipe, try, try that new, what is it called, Pilates, you know what I'm saying? Like, do some yoga, meditation, deep breaths, you know, saw. just try to put some enlightenment in your life, some positivity, you know, all the, the little things, the little details add up, man, they really do. Positive vibes. Positive vibes. Positive vibes. That's. I'm. That's 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 gonna be the um. That's gonna be the thing, the title. I think. All right, man. You have anything closing? Anything to close with this force? Have a great day. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. Too blessed to be stressed. You get what I'm saying? I mean, stay blemmed. Stay blemmed. That's. I feel blim, man. I'm 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 about out of it to be honest. I feel hell, hella blim. <laughs> All right, man. Take it easy. Love take you. Care. Keep your head up straight. Take care, K and caretake. Right? Is that a thing? Nah, man. I don't know. All right, man. I'll <laughs> see you later, man. See. <laughs>